you are looking at the Vice President of Community Creative Consultancy. Juggling 15 sets of balls today. Literally. Guys, Bridget's taking me over my hangout. Why is somebody abandoning me? You have obtained a premium triple-ply toilet paper. Look at my hair. I dyed it because I'm so serious. Hey, Guildies, it's time for another episode of Knights of the Guild podcast, episode number 50. We are the official podcast for the web series The Guild. I'm your host, Kenny, and today's episode is going to be a sit-down interview with Felicia Day, the wonderful creator and star of The Guild, and we're going to be discussing season six, episode two, and three. So uh, let's jump right in and take a listen to that. Hey guys, I'm here with Felicia, and we're discussing episode two of season six. So uh, we start off, let's see what we start off with. It's a long episode. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, this is right. This is the, your webcam in your cubicle. Yeah, which is very exciting. Which is great because you have a visitor, which is <laughs> awesome. I love him. He's so <laughs> funny. We're talking about Roy, obviously. Yeah, Roy pops his head in and asks for his tablet, and I finally added up that it's somebody I'm totally fanning over like this is the lead artist of the game i've met the lead artists for several games that i love and i just freaked out when i met them <laughs> so i just wanted to imbue codex with that yeah. and he's so funny like it just gets worse, worse. <laughs> uh and then we have um the meeting yeah we have the big meeting which is uh in three parts yes this episode so you see kind of the dynamic between the team and Floyd, Floyd's on his phone looking at all these comments about him and can't really pay attention to what he really should be paying attention to, which yeah. is the job. And everybody meets Codex, and we kind of establish her hierarchy, um, which the other people do not like. <laughs> yes, yes. And it also establishes that there's an expansion that was supposed to come out six months ago. Yeah. And he's just keeps – he has cold feet because of all the negativity he's been Yeah, getting. exactly. So he's just worried about releasing anything. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I was going to, for the sake of veracity, make this a um, – just a patch content patch. Mm-hmm. But I felt like the average viewer would not get the subtlety of that as mm-hmm. a gamer because really Dragonor just came out very – That's what I was thinking – yeah, yeah, you know, one like person pointed ago. that out. One person pointed that out. I was like, "Oh, damn!" Be, and and really, it, it could be solved by my calling that a content patch. But bringing it back so many times during the season, I didn't think that non gamers would get it. Yeah. So I just wanted to simplify it for the people who love the show but don't understand the mechanics of game because they might be like, "What's a content patch?" And yeah. Like confusion is the death of comedy. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? For the sake of argument, I'm just gonna make an expansion. Yeah. And you know, listen, it all got backed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> it works. It works. Um, we um, we uh, go back into the webcams. Yes, we go back right, into the... people's houses, and Tink is now belabored. Uh, people right. hate her. That's All right. the guys hate her. She has no more minions. That's right. We're got around on the internet. Yeah, exactly. She's a user. She's a user, and she's kind of messed up. So she's on a on a path yeah. to try to figure something out. Um, Zabu is intent on finding somebody who's loyal to him. Yes. So he's interviewing dogs. Dogs, yes. And we saw Greg Aronowitz's yeah, uh, art. Art was, he was in it. perfect. Yes. And then Cubby was more perfect. That's right. Cubby. I have to say, Cubby has more fans on Geek Sundry <laughs> than I think some of the actors. His eyes do look beautiful. Oh, he yeah. was lit beautifully. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so, uh, and then Vork finds out um, 
some terrible things about. Oh no, they're terrible. Not he's, terrible. He's finding out more information about Madeline, but yes. like he even says, he's like he knows nothing about her. He thinks she's Charity from Time Rings. Yeah, that's so all he knows. She's a. He's going to have a wake up call. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah, but Zabu winds up showing. Some naked pictures of... Naked pictures and her... Yeah. But basically, it's not even the nakedness that bothers Fork as much as the activism. Yeah. He is a very upstanding citizen. Yeah. He does not want to be involved with somebody. I think that that's more the thing that he's upset about. Yeah. yeah. So it's really interesting that, you know, Zavu's quest, like, spurred Vork to find this thing out. <laughs> and we have lots of fun stuff ahead mm-hmm. for those two. Yeah. And then Claire and Blades now That's right. Well, that's out. right. We have uh, Wiggly comes in and sees... Uh, I love yeah. that whole scene. The scene is really I funny with the scene. kid carving. That kid loved carving turkey chicken. We actually That's had right. her to come over to our pickup. Um, oh, really? For episode three, the top of episode three, which we'll see next week uh, or next yeah. episode. And uh, she was like, can I carve chicken? <laughs> She's like, two. I've ruined another child. <laughs> and obviously, if you didn't notice, this is not the same girl. Because it's been many years. And that oh, my God. The other is kid me. is like in college. Yeah. <laughs> No, we, we recast all the babies this season. Yes. So the little boy uh, who plays Blake that you'll see is actually Jeff Lewis's child. So. That's right. It's hilarious. It's so funny. So funny. It's funny that he has a blonde child. <laughs> or a child with hair. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but we have the introduction of Mr. Wiggly. He's back. Mr. Wiggly is back. Yeah. Yep. He, uh, you'll see a lot of Mr. Wiggly. Which is very exciting because he, he was missed in season five. I know. He was kept saying, why wasn't I in season five? Like, he never got the, he never got the memo. I guess nobody told him he wasn't in there. He kept waiting. He said there was no, when I interviewed him, he said there was no season five. Oh, we it from, Right from exists? four to six. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. No, he's uh, back and he's bad. I think that if you uh, talk to Chris Prexta, the the director, he's his favorite character, which is like, well, he's not one of the main cast, but okay. Yeah. You can love who you love. You can love who you love. No, yeah, there's some good stuff yeah. with those guys. Um, but yeah, so now Vince and Clara, so another team up. A yeah. different team up, because I like each season, you kind of team up different people. Each te- season, I try to team up different people, and uh, yeah, that was one of the main uh, thrusts of the season, is to get those guys together. And, you know, uh, they have some of the funniest scenes of the season, I think, so we start them off, and they are ready. <laughs> ready to rock. And then we go back to the meeting, mm-hmm. which is uh, just going downhill. Oh my gosh, um, until the point where Floyd breaks that poor castle uh, with some yes. art, poor per- art art person yeah that's rice krispies by the way is it yeah it was like a rice krispy oh thing that they yeah I had no that idea. was a breakable one though that was a two. breakable one the, the 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 hero we still have and we actually did some insert shots on that yeah. for the episode if you'll see the shark and yeah the close-ups the close-ups we actually did later yeah the other um, one was meant to be yeah smashed. Meant so to it was be like smashed. one take and i thought it was hilarious and it worked it was amazing i love the way that he smashed it and he's like Ooh, yeah <laughs> i love that he freaks out He's no one great. can freak out like Ted. He that whole thing where he's like, ah, uh, <laughs> that goes on for so uh, long. We had a bunch of cuts to that, and I kept just making it longer. We could have gone longer. Like he did so much funny stuff. And I'm like, okay, I think it's long enough. Uh, but I love everyone's reactions to it. Yes, because every time they get excited, and they're let down, yeah. and then they're excited, and they're let down, and then they just say, screw it. Yeah, whatever. the comedy in that is so funny. There's a similar uh, thing that's going on in episode three. You'll see, which makes me laugh every time too. Oh, uh, yeah, um, but then he smashes it. And uh, he smashes it, and everybody's horrified. Yes, and then they threaten to. Well, I guess they're like, "Well, we don't need your employee papers," and they rip them up. And yes, 
Yeah, well, we go back to the guild and we the the whole Vork uh, throwing Zabu out. Yes. So and and then we go back to finish off the argument and we learn. Yeah. You know, we learn the important part of that is that we learn the dynamic between the team and Floyd is broken and uh, it's because he he's just par- paralyzed creatively. Yeah. And he's so neurotic and everything's making him more neurotic and so he's focusing on all the wrong things. Yeah. So you know, there we're really seeing why Codex is there. Yeah. To yeah. help this guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, any challenges during that shoot? Of that scenes? table scene was the worst scene ever. Uh, we actually, uh, I think every director, unless they've shot a scene around a table, we did the same thing in season four for the wedding. Mm-hmm. That was the worst day of that shoot because shooting around a table is so much harder than you think because every eye line you have to set another camera angle up to get between each iteration of characters Mm -hmm. so it's like an exponential mathematical equation where you have to do that many more setups the more people you have around the table so we actually there are a couple of angles we don't have that we should have and there's just no way we couldn't we didn't have time to cover everything but you know we should have had like four extra setups in that scene but it already took you know half a day of shooting to do that scene and we didn't even have that much time to do that so it was so challenging and uh you know we cut it together and it was a lot more editing work than um we would have thought because uh it was just you know we can't it's impossible we would have only done that scene for a whole day on a regular shoot yeah so you know the fact that we have to do twice as much work and have as much time um is you know it gets frustrating and today that day was definitely one of the more frustrating yeah, but it turned out great. It turned out great. So that's all that matters. We have a great in team, product. and everybody does their part. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, great. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Thank you. All right, so we start off. Uh, Kodak thinks she's maybe fired. Yeah, well, Kodak thinks she's fired, and uh, it's depressing to her. And uh, we have another Roy appearance in the webcam, which makes me even laugh even more than the last one. <laughs> so... I love the running gag of that. Um, uh, and then uh, we go into the episode and we see uh, Clara's uh, video that she sends Wiggly. And mm. I have to say that this is one of the funniest things of the season. The the whole shots of her trying to be a good mom. Yes. And it's so funny, guys. <laughs> and the music that Nick, put, the editor, put in makes me laugh a lot more. And, you know, we, we put like a texturing on it to make it look really lo-fi, like it was done on a phone. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. uh Because it really wasn't. It was done... It was done on a... No, no, It was all done on oh, an was iPhone. It, well, but but it, was the iPhone looks iPhone. too good. Oh. <laughs> so we had to make it look dirtier. It's hilarious. It's where technology is. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then we go into the game and we see... Uh, or we go into web chat and we see that Vork's uh, horrified about Madeline's past. And uh, Clara gives him advice. Don't pursue it. Um... And then uh, Zabu's in a coffee shop because he got kicked out, and he's mm-hmm. making a collage of his ideal woman, That's which right. is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so creepy. And, you know, that's that collage is so much funnier than I thought because I thought it was just going to be a head, and they made a whole body, yeah. which inspired the whole Navi tail thing, which I thought was pretty funny. That's great. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, in the editing, we actually... I had to actually cut out a whole page of dialogue here which I, that I wish I had it left in about Tink trying to find... Uh, a person who to do online dating with, but we cut it out for time because we were the script was so long. Uh, yeah. But let me tell you, I know that you don't guys don't see it, but every time I watch the episode, I'm like, oh, <laughs> why? Why did I cut that out? So that's the, literally the only mistake I've ever made in all. Really? Yep. Only one where I cut something. So where I something wish, that you really wish that you did. Only cut out. time, only time. So there you go. Everybody's fallible. 
Oh. I shouldn't have said anything about it. <laughs> I'll release the page online. It probably isn't as funny as I think it should be. Well, maybe the footage can make its way somewhere. Oh, yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's you funny, know. and it goes really quick. You know, this is a shorter episode. Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit of a transition episode. Um, and really, ideally, you know, I was thinking initially to release the first three as one, uh, like, 22-minute piece, Ooh. really. Uh, because it adds up to around there. It's like six and nine and and uh, seven. Yeah, it's interesting how it, it, it kind of goes... Each uh, each three episode arc kind of goes together as uh, as a piece that's in awesome. the season. So yeah, so it's it was a little bit shorter. That way, just happened to be like kinda, that. That's that's happened cool. to be like that. You know, I it broke up into four four acts yeah. a little bit easier than uh, it has in previous seasons. So I'm yeah. pretty excited. Uh, so this is a little bit shorter episode, but I think the scenes are really funny. So and then the cliffhanger is my favorite. So yeah, uh, yeah. So then we go into a scene with um, Codex and Floyd, and Codex thinks she's leaving, and Floyd. Has no has, idea what she's talking well, about. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's so funny that she, Codex is so paranoid. And I was like, oh, my God, Floyd brings out the worst in her because she just doesn't know what to say to yeah. make him happy. Yeah. So they're always at cross-communications, which is well, really, really funny. Yeah. And we have these crazy figurines with Greg Aronowitz made with the um, the fake boobs on the guys and the fake package on the girls. And I'm just like, why would somebody do that? Why did I think about that? It's so stupid. <laughs> So it ends up the codex didn't get fired, um, which is great. Yes. And then uh, she gets online and tells everybody about it. And uh, she accidentally leaks that he gave her access to the test server. To the test and server. it's the funniest thing that all those empty seats come out. It's so funny. <laughs> so stupid. There's a cricket sounds, and I know it's stupid and over the top, but I was like, no, keep oh, it in. that's so good, though. I think it's really funny. Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually really pleased with this episode, even though it's one of the, the shortest of the season, definitely. And you removed a scene you didn't ever want to remove. It was just, it's actually like three quarters of a page. Did it just kind of slow the pace of the story? Because it, yeah. it sounded like it was a super long episode. Uh, yeah, because it's the script is 10, 15 pages longer than last mm. season. Okay. And we're on a less budget. Yeah. So every page that we shoot is... Um, an extra expense. Yeah. So I had to cut everything. And, you know, it's just one joke with Tink and her online dating yeah, 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 that yeah. we lost. So really, you know, it wasn't that major a thing. But, uh, you know, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? You got to cut. That's production. That is. It's production. Yep. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As I have mentioned in the past, I still have quite a few interviews to go through. So I will be playing another one. Hopefully I can get it out before the end of the month. Um, I'm trying to get two out a month now just to kind of go through the interviews a little bit faster and get you guys uh, this information, this great information. But we'll see how that works out. Uh, if anything, you know, I have a busy, busy schedule and it's difficult for me to um, get on a regular schedule. I'm trying to get in multiple episodes out. I'm happy if I can get at least one out a month. So, uh, but I'll do my best to get another one out to you guys. Until then, please go to our Facebook page and give us a like. You can just go to www.facebook.com slash Knights of the Guild. You can follow Knights of the Guild podcast on Twitter. You can go to at Knights of Guild. There is no the. It was too long, so I had to take the out. So it's Knights of Guild. You can follow me, Kenny, the host, at Geeky Fanboy. You can hear us all over iTunes. You can also hear us on Stitcher Radio. You can just go to stitcherradio.com and download the app and you can play us anywhere, anytime. It's pretty awesome. 
And speaking of iTunes, we would love if you go to iTunes and leave us a review, preferably a five-star. When you guys leave us reviews, it actually throws us into charts and just gives our show a more uh, visual awareness so people are aware that the wonderful web series, The Guild, actually has a podcast for it. So we'd really appreciate that. If you have any questions or comments or you just want to talk about the Guild or the actors or anything at all, you can go ahead and email me at knightsoftheguild at gmail.com. All right, until next time, guys, take care. Unlock your inner geek with Geek Therapy, a new web series starring America Young. I need you to make me a geek. Please help me. Let's figure out your GQ, your geek quotient. Can you watch Family Guy and not be confused? It's 30 minutes of a guy fighting a chicken. What's not to understand? The point of this is to find a geekier side of you. Yes, of course, I want this. Watch this in its entirety. Watch it until you can quote it. A firefly. That sounds really hot. Do not abuse this power I have given you, or you will find yourself in a special level of hell. Watch Geek Therapy on Comediva.com. That's comedy plus diva. Comediva, where the funny girls are. was a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Do you remember playing great PC games like King's Quest, Command & Conquer, and X-Wing? Do you remember spending hours tweaking your config sys and auto-exec bat files to eke out just one more K of conventional memory? If you do, then you may be interested in my show, The Upper Memory Block. Every two weeks, we talk in-depth about a game, game series, company, or technology from the DOS and pre-Windows XP gaming era. We'll discuss the story, gameplay, and technology of the games of the time. But more importantly, we're going to focus on what made each game special, interesting stories from their development, and how they shaped what PC gaming is today. If you remember gaming in the late 80s and early 90s, or you're interested in finding out more about it, come join your host Joe in the Upper Memory Block. That's the Upper Memory Block podcast at umbcast.com, or find it on iTunes. Knights of the Guild podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.